Welcome to season two of the Your Hidden Light podcast. My name is Rana Zia. I'm here with you to share stories and strategies to help you create your positive reality, especially during times of uncertainty. It's during times like these that we need regular reminders and guidance on how to tap into our higher power and stay aligned with what it is we truly want to create for ourselves and the world. Remember that within uncertainty is all possibility. When I was writing my book back in 2017, I decided to try Reiki for the first time to help me with writer's block. I have to admit I got this idea after watching the show The Affair on Showtime. There was an episode when one of the main characters went to a holistic retreat and befriends a famous author who regularly used Reiki to help him with writer's block. I honestly don't know if the show was making fun of spiritual retreats, but it definitely made me want to try Reiki. Not knowing if it was going to work, I was open and curious to what Reiki would do for me. I really connected with the practitioner, which I believe is extremely important when being treated or worked on by anyone. What I liked about her was that she was highly intuitive as well. I definitely thought I was getting a bang for my buck since not only was I getting energy work, but I was also getting insight to what was going on with me at that time. Long story short, the session definitely helped me with my writer's block, and I became a believer in the benefits of Reiki. The other day, I came across a new healing studio close to where I live. I stopped inside to see what it was all about. I was feeling off, and I hadn't had a good restful night's sleep in months. I thought maybe it was time to get some energy work done again since it's been a few years. I spoke with the owner, who was much younger than me. She was full of energy in describing what she does. I was not quite sure she was the one for me, but I decided to make an appointment for Reiki anyway, since she said that she was highly intuitive and used as other spiritual tools in her sessions. I was just curious to see what I would get out of it since I was definitely feeling out of sorts. I told myself I was going to see her to help me sleep better and for writer's block again. All of which was true. But I was surprised that the session focused more on my struggle of understanding who I am and my worth. It was definitely more like a therapy session. I thought it was interesting that this was coming up intuitively for her because it was true. I had to admit that I was struggling with feeling like a fraud on this new path I was on. There are ideas one has when they're on a spiritual journey of how you should be, what you should do, or how you should act. It's an ideal of being more compassionate, loving, understanding, and self-aware all of which makes sense as the right way to be. The struggle happens when you try to be perfect in these things or feel the need to be perfect. It's when you put pressure on yourself that you can't do anything wrong, or if you act out in anger or feel a certain way, you have somehow failed. I found myself telling this woman who is working on me that I felt like a fraud because everyone seems so nice in these spiritual communities. I know I'm a good person, but for me, being nice all the time did not feel like me. I even went as far as telling her, I'm not nice. I know nice people, and I'm not one of them. It's actually funny when I say it out loud again. The spiritual journey is not about being one thing or being some idealized version of a human. It's not about being what someone else wants us to be. It can't possibly be. Our life journeys are unique expressions of the one creator. Yet, we are all here to experience, express, and learn things as we grow and evolve. 
As I've often said, I do believe that we live in a time where there is an acceleration of spiritual growth. Our personal and collective consciousness are expanding. You are feeling more, seeing things more clearly, and understanding things in a new way. You are learning new and better ways to live and experience life through an elevated lens. This process is work and not necessarily easy, but for some reason it feels easier or just right to follow this path than to not. The question I find myself asking these days is how do I reconcile who I am with the path I am on? I realized when I was lying flat on the massage table and getting Reiki, I was supposed to stop to try to figure out who I am, but just be who I am. Evolving and growing does not mean losing who you are at your core. In fact, it means having the courage to be who you are. If you don't feel nice all the time, it doesn't mean you are a fraud. If you're not as friendly as your friends, it does not mean that you are not as evolved. The interesting thing about going within and tuning in to your own connection to your source is that your higher self wants you to be more of yourself, who you really are as a spiritual being and more of who you are expressing as a human. It's a balance. It's not one or the other. You don't really need to figure out who you are or feel like you need to be someone else, but you need to feel brave enough to accept and be who you are as a person as well as a spiritual being. For me, my personality likes extremes. I like being highly focused, determined, and driven, and I love to be silly, have fun, and be free. I don't necessarily like to spend time in between, though I've had to for quite some time now. Lying on that Reiki table, I felt like I was giving myself permission to be me. There are walls that need to still come down and more work to be done, but to not forget who I am as a person while I'm on this spiritual journey. The messages I feel like I needed to share at this time are, first, the inner work you are doing is the right work. Stay on this path even when you feel like you are missing the old parts of you that no longer serve you. The parts of you that you miss can and will be expressed in a new way that is better for you and is aligned with who you are now. All this will happen when the time is right. Let things happen in their right time. Second, if you are truly working on yourself, you are not a fraud. You are just being you, one part of you, or one aspect of you. When you start to feel like a fraud, then maybe there is another part of you that is wanting to be expressed. There is a balance that needs to be had. Acknowledge that part of yourself is having real worth and value to who you are as a unique expression of all that is. Give it value and allow it to express in new ways that serve who you are now. And finally, there's power in your so-called personality flaws. You are you for a reason. See the worth in that and have the courage to express it. Stop focusing on who you are not and focus more on who you are. So do I think I'm a fraud anymore? No, not really, but I do think there's more I can be doing or expressing in my life, and there are fears I need to move through. This seemed clear to me from my session. Sometimes you need to feel like a fraud until you're ready to let that go, and I'm curious to see what will come of this. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe to this podcast, share it, and review it on iTunes. This will really help me grow and reach more people like yourselves. I will be putting out new episodes weekly. Also, feel free to check out my website, yourhiddenlight.com, for more content and resources. Thanks again for listening.